apologies for not being around yesterday. Um, here I am back at work after having had a long weekend, lovely weekend for me at home. Uh, things are great in the garden, I have to say. Spring has definitely sprung. My wisteria has burst into life. My sage has a beautiful display of purple flowers. My grapevine is sprouting leaves daily. Peaches are looking good. Come on, apples. So that was the weekend. But yesterday, yesterday I was off on bereavement leave. I was farewelling a friend of mine who I've mentioned on the program before, Tom Davidson. A man who uh, was a very strong influence on me, particularly uh, early in my broadcasting career. We're talking in the 80s here. A man who fertilized the love of words and humor. Uh, the man who introduced me to the technical nuance of Monty Python. And a man who I would have to say had absolutely no enemies in the whole world who passed away at the age of 58. So what with this mixture over the last three days of spring and sadness, it kept me away from the hurly-burly of the news. But that said, almost every moment I sort of tuned in, I either looked at the news or turned on a radio or glanced at a newspaper, there was always one word in the headlines, and that word was petrol. Petrol, 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 petrol. Petrol, 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 petrol. It just shows you how pivotal this hydrocarbon derivative has become to the functioning of human civilization. It's water, food and shelter and petrol, the four pillars of life. And so for days, no, I have to say weeks, our country has been buzzing about the price of petrol. And it's all been said by all of you and everybody else, and I have little to add, but I do want to say this. Remember, the price of a barrel of oil goes up and it goes down, depending on supply, the vagaries of the international market. But you know one thing, taxes, they only know one way, and that is always up. By taking aim at the petrol company's margins, I think that uh, Jacinda Ardern has made a mistake, because what's source for the gander is also source for the goose. It was an exercise in blame-shifting that, if successful, will mean that future governments will have to follow suit and take similar measures on their margins. In other words, is Jacinda Ardern brave enough to do what she's asking the petrol companies to do to reduce their margins, to reduce their taxes? Well, hello. Uh, no one is. No government is. Excise duties are scheduled years in advance by every single government of every single colour. It's the tax rise they all love. Like I say, uh, barrels of oil go up and down, but taxes only ever go up. But as we turn ourselves inside out about the price of petrol, it hid the real story of change. A change that, of course, this government supports. A change that this government said is the nuclear-free moment of our generation. Yesterday... Uh, we had the IPCC releasing their latest report into climate change, which suggests if we don't all change our ways completely in the next decade, the children of our children will be living in a microwave. And how many questions were asked of the Prime Minister yesterday? None. Not one. Not one in her press conference. It was all about the price of petrol and not the radical change the IPCC say we have to do in the next 10 years. So anyway, last night, the BBC asked people on the street whether they were prepared to accept five changes immediately so that we can keep to a 1.5% temperature increase by the year 2100. And here are the five questions. They were asked, would you cut out beef? Would you move to a smaller home? 
Would you not drive small distances? Would you cut down on heating? And would you share your car? So ask yourself, what would you do? I might open up the lines later and put those five questions to you. Are you prepared to do these things? But what about that first question? Would you cut out beef? That was the first question they asked on the BBC in the UK. How worried should we be after decades of intensive dairying and cow population growth in this country? How do we feel about that first choice? You may or may not believe in the impact of climate change based on human activity, but things are going to change whether you like it or not. And despite the fact that I believe that we are relatively clean and green in this world, it may be that our cows are going to pay a heavy price, and when someone comes for our cow, they're coming for us. And it's all worth thinking about.